This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071. Thank you for joining us. Welcome back. And thank you if you're out here at the State Fair for stopping by in our audience. Yay! Yes. Okay. Yeah, if you can't make buddy. it out here, no matter where you are in the world, you can get on mytalk1071.com and uh, we are streaming everything. So hello to people watching the stream. Hello, hello, hello. Okay. We love anything about cults. Not what happens in a cult. Yeah, like, we don't love the We don't like what happens, cults. but we're very interested in cults or organizations that don't think they're a cult, but we're like, you're, you're a cult. And You're very I, culty. Yeah, if you get culty, we're in. And <laughs> I came to this story, which got culty, but it didn't start out that way. I saw these headlines, and, and I'm sure there are a lot of listeners out there who know way more about this story than I do. But yesterday, I was trolling through the internet, Dawn. Yes. And I saw this headline, Momfluencer uh, of YouTube channel arrested for aggravated child abuse. And then I saw another story about this YouTube mom. And I was like, oh, God, I watch a lot of people on YouTube. Who is this person? Yeah. Well, as I'm reading, it got weirder and weirder and stranger. And there ended up being a cult kind of thing. Oh. Well, it's not really it's not a cult in the traditional sense, but it just started screaming like, this is a cult. Something's not right. Right. So if you don't know the story, I didn't know this. And I will tell you, I didn't get that deep yesterday. Because, you know, we've been doing a lot of things out here at the State Fair. But I did read an article or two and yes, watch some did. YouTube videos. You watched that. You showed me part of this video. Um, she was a momfluencer. And originally I was like, ooh, I want to see what her YouTube videos were like. Well, uh, she had a YouTube channel called Eight Passengers. And the host was a woman named Ruby Frank. And she is the one that was arrested on suspicion of two counts of aggravated child abuse. Hmm. And the first story that I read talked about how uh, one of her kids ended up going to a neighbor's house and asking for water. And while the, the child was there, they were like, this child looks malnourished. Also, the child had some, like, duct tape marks around their limbs. What? So I was like, what is this? Oh, no. So as I'm reading it, come to find out, this woman had a YouTube channel. I guess her videos have long since been taken down, but we also come to learn there have been accusations of child abuse in the past. But if you look at this mom and you watch the videos, it's very clear that she is, like, putting on this air, this aura of, like, this big family, they're mm. all like, there's all these like group family photos, and you know, when everybody's like so perfectly, yeah, you know, uh, they're all like dressed in color coordinating outfits, <laughs> yes. and they just look perfect on the outside, yes. And she just looks, looks like one of those women on Instagram and on YouTube where you're like, 
I think this woman looks too perfect. Mm. And not that everyone who looks great on Instagram is, you know, the head of a cult. But you do. <laughs> maybe I've just read too many, you know, tabloid articles <laughs> right. that my spidey senses start tingling. And as I read about this story, I learned very quickly that it wasn't just her, the mom who was arrested on suspicion mm -hmm. of child abuse. It was also her business partner. Her business partner is actually where the child her business partner's house was where the child was when he escaped through a window. Oh, my. He escaped through a window. Yeah. So he was being held prisoner and well, he escaped just to get is, some water? The assumption is that he was there against his will and oh. got out. And it was the business partner that that's when I started reading more about what these two were up to. And they had a YouTube, a separate YouTube uh, channel called Connections. That's the thing that you had me watch this morning. And they were talking about, like, you and I watched this video of them talking about, like, um, being a victim. It's and like they have philosophies about how you can manage your life. People are really searching and looking for what to do right now, I think, because of, you know, all the things going on in the world. And so sometimes they can gravitate towards, like, Matthew McConaughey, for instance, who has a lifestyle, like, life coach type thing, and that's what this was. Yeah, but, like, like in a weird, like, like blame the victim kind of way. Yes. Like, if you're a victim, it's because you're choosing to be victimized. And I'm like, I don't know that that's I, how that it works. It was so but, icky. But as you watch, I mean, of course, hindsight, like, we're watching the videos going, this lady and her, th these two women just got arrested for, you know, aggravated child abuse. Uh -huh. So, obviously, everything that they say comes out of their mouth, we're like, that's... You know, that's evil and wrong. Yeah. But I will say, as I continue to read the story, and again, if, if you already know this story or you were following it, you'll know that accusations of child abuse came up, like, because people just sort of watching all of this unfold on social media were like, this doesn't add up and this doesn't seem right. And oh. one point uh, last year, I think it was, she acknowledged that uh, I think the story was that her child went to school without a lunch oh. and she refused to bring the child lunch or whatever and it was just like weird like little seemingly moments. cruel little little moments you know piqued people's interest well come to find out the sisters of this woman have also said that they've been working behind the scenes for a while now to protect the children oh. i'm like well why was anybody working in front of the scenes yeah. to actually make sure nothing bad was happening with these children at one point cps or whatever the equivalent is in their jurisdiction had mm -hmm. come out and said nothing to see here so there are a lot of unanswered questions that people have about why this wasn't dealt with earlier i'm just glad to know now that you know these women are uh, behind bars, or at least these women are going to be um, held accountable for this behavior. Oh my gosh, it's just so, so scary. So whenever the little boy went over, they they called nine one one, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's safe and everything. Yeah. And uh, so they were running a business. Were they? I mean, doing well from the business. This was their main source of income. I, you probably, yeah, no, you might I don't not know. know. I don't know the yeah. answer to that. But what I will say is that it's all over the tabloid. So I'm sure we'll continue to dig, you know, dig into this story for sure. Like just watching those YouTube videos, I was. I mean, you watch them, I and did. it's so clear that they're. This is, it's it's, like when you watch a self help video uh -huh. with somebody who you can tell is just not really all that good at what they do, and mm -hmm. they're just using canned lines. And if you if you actually think about the words that they're saying, you're like, I don't think that that holds up. Yeah, it, it was just clear that these two were not 
genuine. Yeah, they were using a lot of, they basically the point of the little that we watched was like, we're going to talk about how you have to be responsible for your own actions and you have to, you know, show accountability of your participation in whatever thing that's happened to you. Yeah. And it was like, mm, you just shouldn't be saying that it's, and using the word victim in it because apparently you have created victims, you know, especially yeah. now that we know what's happened. So, Ooh. I also just think it's one of those things, again, where not that anybody, you know, not that everybody who looks great in an Instagram photo, <laughs> You're trying family to walk photo. back that you said No, that. no. I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to make the point that, like, you, you do f- have that reaction when, you know, because you look at Instagram and everybody looks perfect and you want to believe that not everybody is perfect. But it is, it does just go to show that mm. not everybody is perfect. And just because they put out something on the Internet doesn't make it true. That's and right. You, no matter how well you coordinate your family outfits, you know, <laughs> everybody's got their stuff. That's but true. these two clearly had more than their stuff. They, you know, needed to be held accountable in a court of law. Well, it sure is an interesting story. And yeah. hopefully they'll, they'll have to be accountable. See? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, they're going to have to apply their own yeah. their own words. I'm just glad those kids aren't in that house anymore. All right, when we come back here on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, from another rabbit hole you can uh, jump down to. Oh, speaking of self-help, you're getting those Matthew McConaughey emails still. I'm still. Did you unsubscribe finally? Um, I haven't yet, but today's why? the last straw. I'm unsubscribing. I'm kicking Matthew McConaughey out of my life. All right, you'll tell us why when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works, BLVDAutoWorks.com. Tom and his team right over in St. Anthony, just a hop, skip, and a jump from us here at the fair. They've been taking care of vehicles and keeping them safe on the road for over four decades. I bring my vehicle in for scheduled maintenance. I've always uh, also had issues with my car that I've taken it uh, in for, and I will tell you that the level of service, the level of professionalism, the ease of just getting in and out is frankly stellar. All I do is make my appointment, show up with uh, my vehicle. They'll have a courtesy car waiting for me. I love my experience with Boulevard Auto Works and you will too. Now, I also want to let you know, my talkers, I'm going to get you something for free. Next time you bring your vehicle in, just mention my talk and you're going to get a free maintenance and safety inspection just by using the word my talk. It's absolutely free. And you're going to get that same level of service, same level of professionalism that you do when you bring your vehicle to Boulevard Auto Works. BLVDAutoWorks.com. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk, 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hi. Hello. Welcome, Minnesota. Yes. Thanks for showing up. Thank you for being out here at the Minnesota State Fair. Also, uh, just like Lexi said, thank you to Boulevard Auto Works for supporting us and our show out here at the fair and sponsoring us. Come see us. It's our last full day out at the fair, but we'll be here again tomorrow for a very special episode of The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. In fact, we're going to be putting our tinfoil hats on, and I think there might just be enough tinfoil for you to make your own hat. So show up from 11 to 1. And we, God only knows what's going to come out of our mouth. I know I think we'll have some blind items and uh, we'll probably just, you know, I don't know. Yeah. People watch. We're not sure yet, but that's okay. We'll see. Yes. We'll see. Okay. So um, I got to talk about Matthew McConaughey and how I'm, uh, we're never getting back together. I'm deleting him from my life. We weren't dating, but he did bug me a lot. Every day I got an email from him. So Team McConaughey is what it's from. Uh, Now, if you remember, or maybe you don't know this, but Matthew McConaughey started this thing that's like a self-help, like... It's a cult. Yeah. 
It it's is. very cult light. It's it not is. a cult. It's, but like it's like a Tony Robbins thing. It's a very Tony Robbins. Well, it is. I mean, he's connected to Tony Robbins with this business venture. Right. Why are you here? Wow. So it's like it's a motivational speaker type of a thing. And like, if you don't know what to do with your life, just take a look at your life, you know, stuff like that. And just like, all right, let's make a the plan for life. The biggest problem with you is you. Yeah. It's very, very Tony Robbins. And, you know, uh, he learned from dollars And he, I'll tell you how to fix your life. Exactly. So this was something that was like he was doing uh, live uh, shows on Zoom and we were all kind of like, what? What? Like, aren't you up here in A-list category? Why are you going down here to do something that's just so, I don't know, pedestrian? Yes, people make a living doing this, but you're already famous and very famous. It's not like somebody that was on well, this, a reality show for This is his three retirement months. plan. Absolutely. This business venture is clearly uh, you know, a steady stream of income that he would like to have just flowing in so he did this what like eight hour session live session it was the most he extra. does them all the time yeah so the email that i got today that was just the last straw it keeps asking me to sign up for this program and it's it, there's a cost to it like every level is a different cost it's just like any other self-help uh, program um it says did you miss mcconaughey today i didn't because every day you're trying to get me to sign up. I just wanted to see what the marketing was like. That's why I put my email I was gonna say, in there. Why did you uh, sign up in the first place? For the show, because I wanted to see yeah. what kind of marketing they did. So um, this the, in the email, it says, uh, this was a lightning bolt moment, Dawn. Today's training with McConaughey challenged one of the oldest and most widely held beliefs that we've all been told oh. and jolted so many people forward into a new perspective and new way of living. Wow, he did all that? Yes. Did you see it? No. I mean, and here he is. Here's a sneak peek. It's a video I would have to click on, which I will not. How much do you have to pay for that video? Um, I don't know. But um, I know, I don't know how much this program was because I never got that far. But it's just like one of those things where you're like, I don't want to get any more emails from them. Just you know? unsubscribe. It's, I'm going to do it right at this moment All live. Right. I'm going to do it. Wow. Um, so there's some kind of test that you would also have to do. It's uh, if you click this link and start your 14-day test, uh, test drive of mastermind.com. Not only will you get access to the replay of today's training, but you'll instantly unlock hundreds of hours of training and courses. If you need hundreds of hours of Matthew McConaughey to train you how to live your life. Well, and it's not hundreds of hours of Matthew. Let's be clear. There's all sorts of other people that they're putting this off on. Yeah, uh, I, I would say so. But uh, yeah, I wonder if I hope nobody in the audience signed Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. End up for this is and is really getting something out of it because I just totally trash this program. And if you want to do something like this stuff up, fine. I just found it so weird, and I think we all did that. Matthew McConaughey was doing it. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I'm not taking advice on how to live my life from somebody who doesn't experience life as I live it. Yeah, and that would be Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> That's true. I mean, little... someday I'd like to have his life, but I don't right now. Yes, yeah, start your test drive on Mastermind.com today. I'm going to click on this and see what it ends up being um it's not too late you know no i think you just need to go to the bottom of the email uh-huh. this is my favorite activity by the way is to when you see those emails to just go right to the bottom yeah click unsubscribe click here to and start it's like, your test drive you gotta be real dollar. careful they get you real they they get real complicated now so that you think you're unsubscribing and you're really signing up for even more yeah Oh, God, that's so annoying. Um, it's a long scroll. It still doesn't say how much it is. But yeah. uh, I'm sure if I dug um, more, I would, I Which would see it. Which you're not going to do. No, I'm not. Yeah. But um, I think after the Green Lights book came out, that's when he really started to drink his own Kool-Aid. What's the Green Lights book? It's his... It was a, like was a biography. Memoir? Yeah. But, um, you know, it was a lot of like... You know, these are the lessons in life that you should apply to your life, too, because I've learned so much in all the twists and turns down the road. I always think, like, the best way to learn something from someone is just to, like, watch or listen. And it's not necessarily, like, when somebody tries to teach you, then I get a little concerned because I'm like, well, you know, maybe that'll work for me, but Mm -hmm. maybe not. But if you have a vested interest in in teaching that, that to me, I don't know, that that's really going to sit as well as me just watching or reading about, you know, like reading somebody's life story, that can be very inspirational. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, that really spoke to me. I want to do more of that in my life. But the whole self-helpy thing, I'm not a huge, like, I don't read self-help books. I know a lot of people like them. It works for them. That's fine. It just doesn't work for me because I feel like I'm always going to be inadequate in implying <laughs> or employing whatever system or, yeah. you know, thing or like it might make sense in my head, but it's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And definitely they can work for people for sure. This is a little over the top, though. I think this is a whole way of living, as he puts it, because he doesn't put a G on anything anymore either. Yeah. Because he's, well, he's, he's from Texas. And so he's like, why are you here? You know, this is what, why, why are you're here? here. Why are you here on this planet? Yep. It's to do something and it's to learn and grow. It's all that kind of thing. And learning and growing from your experiences, which. Absolutely, everybody should look at their life that way, I guess, you know. Or you can just go through and go, what am I going to do today, you know, and not make a plan. Because I noticed in, it's all about planning. Oh, not yet, but oh God, we're still gone. talking. We have two minutes. I mean, what, well, what am I going to do? the last minute. I'm afraid you're going to forget. Okay. And then you would have spent all this time talking about it, and you all didn't right, even do it. Here we and go. then next week, she's going to come in, and Mike, and go, I'm still getting those damn emails from <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. He's going to ask... Why are you here? Yeah, why are you here? And I don't even find a place to unsubscribe. You can do it. Okay. There has to be. I feel like there must be a law because like pretty much at any, the bottom of any email, you can find something that'll help you unsubscribe. Right. Mm. Or you mm. can just block him. Block Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, yeah I could. I mean, it's not like he's going to reach out personally. <laughs> no. Don, why did you block me? <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. 
just for a dollar. It says first sign up for free, but then I notice if you want the no, the trial, all, you once you start, you're not going to stop. It's like politicians when you give them an inch, they will take a mile when it comes to fundraising. Ooh, yeah, you know, like uh, like I I fall into those traps occasionally. Like I want to do good in the world. But I don't want to. I don't need eighty emails in a week. Yeah, you know, like once. Can <gasps> oh we my check gosh! In once a year? Look at Harry and Megan in the audience. That oh kind of scared God. me. That really creeped me out too. Like, really when creeped did me they out. They show up. Those are really good. Masks. Those masks are pretty creepy. And can like we get the, a round of applause for Harry and Megan? Oh my who just God! Showed up? Lord in heaven! Let me oh. take a photo of those two. Oh, I want right. to see your smiling faces there. Thank you. Smile. Oh my gosh. It, Okay, wow, we are the Megan, be... like, no offense to Harry, but maybe because the nose is a little bit more prominent on Megan, she, it, she looks like that's her real face. What? Like, it really looks, like, real to me. Am I just tripping or something? I don't know what you're talking maybe about. Maybe it's the marijuana that just blew yeah, no, through. No, there, there is an odor. Jeez. Did you guys bring Woo. a little something extra to the show? Oh, my Lord. It's fine. All oh, right, look well, at Harry. He's so happy the whole time. He yes. really is. You guys just look like you're having so much fun. We'll, get, we'll find out if they ate anything good. Harry and Megan, turns out, fans of the Minnesota State Fair. Yes. As is our entire live audience here at uh, My Talk 1071. When we come back, even more pop culture and, oh God, we're no, trying we're food. Eating. We're eating food and we come back right here on My Talk 1071. <laughs> The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071. Thank you for joining us, everybody out at the fair. What a beautiful day. It's been great weather so far. I don't want to jinx it, but well, so far. we are in the shade with a nice breeze, too, but it... It's a, it's going to be a hot one later. Yeah, yeah, but uh, enjoying it. At least we're not getting rained out this year, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Okay, well, we have to do this segment like we usually we do every do. Friday. We, we have, have to, to do this. Food. It's time for food porn. It's another installment. It's our last, ins well, no, second to last installment of our food porn at the fair. Okay. We put things in our mouth, usually on Fridays on our show, but uh, today and every day of the Minnesota State Fair, we've been trying new State Fair foods. And our friends at the Blue Barn showed up today. What They brought us all the classics and one of their newest items, uh, the new one for 2023. Uh, Dawn, it is the Hot Honey Cheese Sticks. And Mike, do you want to tell us what these Hot Honey Cheese Sticks actually are? Uh, yeah, well, why don't you tell me? Okay. Because I don't know that second word. Uh, <laughs> what? What word don't you know? The Hot Halloumi. 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 Halloumi, thank you, yes. Halloumi cheese. Fried Halloumi cheese yeah, topped yeah. with hot honey and honeycomb crunch like the cereal, little honeycombs. Oh, yeah. Okay, now you can oh what it looks like. Literally, I almost had it I know. in my mouth. I'm glad the, I saved it in time. I need to tell people? No, I want you to tell people what they're staring at. Like, what does it Are look Are you going like? to start eating, though, whenever no, I do? Because I've had to tap dance uh -oh. the last couple of days uh -oh. while you take uh -oh. multiple bites. Wow. So, Not that you're bitter. And, they, <laughs> and I didn't even get to eat the one yesterday because it had red onions. And you just oh, kept right. taking bites. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Girl, you could have just described the food and you'd be eating it by now. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. So this looks like um, it looks like French fries, really. And it has honeycomb cereal on it. It looks like there's some chives or some little onions. So go, um, ahead, and, go, go ahead and take your bite. <laughs> and then we'll tune in with you in about 20 minutes. My, actually, I put it to my 
hate to say this, but it was close to my mouth, and it was very hot. Like, hot, hot, spicy hot. Uh, well, I hope you like heat. It does look like it's a combo of a sweet heat, ki- uh, sweet heat kick from the hot honey, the springy texture of the cheese. I will say halloumi, if you've never had halloumi, is like, I mean, you can literally grill halloumi. It ha- it's really solid cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a texture of maybe like a, a little bit harder of a cheese curd. Mm-hmm. And it's battered. What are you thinking? What are you tasting? Tell us. Um, well... It's definitely, um, it's pretty hot. We'll just say that. Spicy? Super spicy. Um, For me, I could go for a little less spice. A little less spice? Mm -hmm. A little too spicy Mm -hmm. for you? All right, Mike, what are you thinking? What are you tasting? It's very chewy. That that cheese, you described it really well. It's very, very chewy. Um, It's got a good spice. I I, I don't think it's overly. Okay. yeah, are I'm, you tasting? Sorry, I was in the middle of eating. So, what um, just the spice. There's a little. Uh, I mean, I like the honey. That's a nice thing. They got the sweet honey taste of it as well. The honeycomb gives it a nice little crisp. But uh, yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, pretty I didn't good. taste the honeycomb because my mouth was on fire. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a big wimp, you might not love this. I am a big wimp. I like it okay, but it's it was it hasn't been my favorite thing at the fair. Mm. It's really not that. Do you think that's too hot? <laughs> oh my yeah, I think that's too spicy. Think that's too hot. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's my throat. I lost yeah. my voice screaming on that ride this morning. Yeah, it's pretty pretty spicy. Um, that's not going to stop say, me from having like, a second bite. I don't like spice that much. I mean, I like spice, but I don't like super, super hot, where you can't taste the actual food. Yeah. But that's not too hot for me. No, you can taste it. You can definitely get yeah. the honey through it, it's even though with the little... The salty of the halloumi. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's a good shareable too. Well, and I like that the honey is not too. Okay, so we got a hot honey. This this is a story you probably don't care about, but I'm giving you time to eat, Don. So go ahead. <laughs> I'll tell you a story. Um, we got a bunch of. They had hot honey at Costco, so I was like, I'm going to try this hot honey. Jamie really loves hot stuff. Well, we tried it, but it was like it's a wildflower honey, so it was oh. really floral. Mm. It was not a good combo, so it was like spicy flowers. Mm. <laughs> it was not a good thing. So I was a little hesitant, but this honey is very mild. It doesn't have like a super, super strong honey flavor. You know how sometimes honey can be overwhelming? Oh, for yes. sure. I yeah. would definitely say it's well-balanced with the honey and the hot. Yeah, I think that's so. a good combo. All right. Yeah. What do you think now? We do this every day. First of all, anybody out in the fair, have you had these hot honey cheese sticks from Blue Barn yet? No? Blue Barn's always got something good going on. Mm -hmm. And in fact, if you don't like the new food or if it's not your jam, they've got plenty of other classic foods, which, by the way, some of which they actually dropped off uh, for us. But let's do a scale, zero to five. We have done this for every food so far. The only food, by the way, that so far has gotten a five on our zero to five scale for food porn at the fair is, if I remember correctly, the Nordic bacon-wrapped waffle dog. Right, Mike? Yes, the bacon-wrapped waffle dog was our only five for five. That was that grilled bacon-wrapped Camards uh, Chuck hot dog served with a Nordic waffle, had some uh, cheddar cheese, pickle slices, crispy onions, and drizzled with that burger sauce. And it also came with the lemonade, which was my absolute yes. five for five. Yeah, that was what made it the five, I think, yeah. is the combo of the bacon-wrapped waffle dog and the dill pickle lemonade with Mike's signature kiss of pickle. Kiss of pickle. They're going to use that in their advertising 
amazing now. Yeah, Mike they, randomly said it. it on the air. Um, My face is going to be next to it. Enjoy <laughs> the kiss of pickle. <laughs> Are you going to hold a big pickle and then kiss the pickle? That would be perfect. Would be we need to talk to um, the folks over there. <laughs> now, they did bring a couple other classics with them. We've got, this was, um, I don't remember when they debuted Meatloaf on a Stick, but we've got Meatloaf on a Stick, oh. one of their classics. We have the pierogies, which I always have loved. Have you ever had their pierogies? I have not. Do you like pierogies? I don't know. Well, go ahead and try. Have you never had pierogies? Maybe not. I know that uh, really? like there's a big debate. Don and Steve like have a big debate. Well, it's not on a what, big debate. Steve like how is, to say it. Yeah, it's pierogi. Yeah. Well, but Donna think, wants to go pierogi. Well, I'm sure if you're Polish, it's pierogi. <laughs> okay. Um, but it's just it's essentially a dumpling that and these dumpling. are deep fried. Uh, they're breakfast. Or these are not the breakfast uh, gnocchi. I'm sorry. These are the uh, pierogies. Deep fried. Mm-hmm. What's in the they, middle? There is a horseradish Thomas? sauce. Oh. I don't know what's yes. in the middle, but it's the Iron Range horseradish sauce. Yeah, I love that sauce. That mm-hmm. horseradish is real good. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's definitely, um, yeah, I it's like potato. that. It's potato. It's potato. Okay. Potato and cheese. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, um, I was going to say it tastes a little like mashed potatoes. That's That sauce is, makes it, though. Meatloaf on a stick, and I believe that's their Nashville hot chicken, but I can't remember what the actual name of it is, but you want to try one of those? If you're just joining us, we're talking about the new state fair foods, trying some of the classics from our friends over at Blue Barn. Um, this is the whole This is the cheese sticks. Okay. We already tried that. Do you want to try the meatloaf or the Nashville hot chicken? You do it. That Nashville hot chicken might be too much. I'm I'm good. I've had meatloaf's fantastic. Meatloaf's That's really really good. Because just like more, it. yeah, it's like meatball. Now that I will tell you, good. that has a more lasting hot than the really? cheese sticks. Yeah, this does. Uh-oh. I'm this just telling you, hot? there's gonna there's gonna be a little left. Yeah, the Sweet leftover and spicy ketchup is drizzled over the top of their meatloaf I'm on just, a stick. Which I will say, the thing I like about their meatloaf on a stick over at the Blue Barn is it's in bites. So you can share. You don't have just one big log of meatloaf. Okay. You don't have to hack off of it. Nope. It's just a little bite. Now wait for the aftertaste of that because it's going to hang. That heat, the heat from that is going to hang around a lot oh. longer than the, the honey heat did. You know, I'm not mad about it, though. Yeah, it's you great. Know, it's, yeah. it's pretty good. I love meatloaf. Do you like meatloaf? Oh, yeah. Do you ever make it at made, home? Oh, yeah. Okay. I just made meatloaf the other night. What do you think? It's the easiest thing. I mean, you know, it's like a super quick meal. It's really good. I've had that before, and the Nashville hot, I think, might be too hot for you, Don. but the yeah. pierogies, you'll probably love to eat those. Okay. You guys, if you don't, uh, if you haven't already, get out to the West End Market, because in addition to Blue Barn over there, you can try the Nordic waffles, although you're probably going to be waiting in a line. And Lulu's Public House is over there as well, which is serving our very own Jason Matheson's, Betty and Earl's cereal milk biscuit. You yes. can clap. Yes, yes. Um, and that was legitimately good. Boy, yeah. I mean, what a great combination. I wasn't sure it had fruity pebbles on top. And then um, his chef made uh, this sauce that goes over it that soaks into the biscuit. And uh, it tastes just like cereal milk. Yeah. It was so good. It was almost like a cinnamon roll oh. taste. By the way, so we great. didn't do a scale of zero to five. I gave oh. all that explanation, and then we didn't vote. <laughs> all right, okay. so we for the brand new item at the Blue Barn this year, the hot honey cheese sticks zero to five zero being the worst thing you ever put in your mouth at the fair five being the best thing you put in your mouth at the fair what do you give it on i'm gonna give it a 2.75 2.75 mike 2.3 2.3 i'm gonna give it a solid three i think um the ones we had were probably a little hotter when they came out the 
Yes, that makes the a big oven. difference. The These were delivered like us, an hour ago. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to give it a solid three. Thank you again to Blue Barn for dropping off some food, being so kind to let us sample their new State Fair food item and try some of their classics. You can... What? Were we going to yeah. rate those? Oh, we can if you want. Yeah. Yeah. We've got some time. They're all going to be higher for me. Yeah, uh, meatball sure. on a stick. What do you think? <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, that's good. Uh, I, I love it. I think that is a solid 3.9. All right, 3.9. Yeah. For I love the, like... Minutia of yeah. numbers. I have no idea what I voted so far. Yeah. Or what? Oh, I do. I remember every one of them. Four point one two for the meatball. Stop it now. You <laughs> can't do four point one two, Mike. Who can it does be four point one two five? No, no, that's just allow, way too much. I like to round up okay. or down. Um, this right Stop. here, though, is four and a half. Na- I love I, this that thing. That is one of my favorites. In addition to the chicken and waffles, do they still have the chicken and waffle cone over there? Anybody Maybe. been to Blue Barn yet? They should if they don't, but that to me is a solid five. But yeah, I I, uh, I believe that the Nashville hot chicken is something you would love. So you good. want to try it? No, I will. I'll try okay. just the. It's a little yeah. spashy. Okay. But you go ahead. It's weird. Out of all of them, though, the thing that's like left the most spice to me is that spicy ketchup. But yeah, isn't that good? Oh, I like that. That's real good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not oh. too spicy. No, not yet. Hold mm. on. What? How is that not too spicy? Is this and cereal? This is too spicy. It is like a, ce- it like is a cereal, cereal batter. Yeah. What is it? Like uh, cornflakes. Okay. Cornflakes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. Thank you so much for listening to us eat on the radio. Four. It is the best kind of radio ever to listen to people's <laughs> mouth sa- food sounds. But if you're down here, get in line for all your favorite foods. If you missed any of the foods that we tried, you want to know what we thought, you can head to our social media. But you can also listen to our podcasts at mytalk1071.com. And when we come back here on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn from food, Dawn, remind me what we were talking about next. Cause oh, it was one of my segments. I'm, it was like, oh, I got to talk about that. I believe Krim it. and Croy. Oh, Krim. Kim Zolciak, Croy Bierman. We got some updates, and Dawn's going to share with us when we come back right here on my talk. Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. Head to dakotadental.com today to make your appointment for your regular checkup, routine screening, whatever it is that you need for your dental health, I want you to turn to my friends at Dakota Dental. They really do make it super easy to get on the books, get an appointment. If you want to get an appointment on the books, the calendar for this fall, it doesn't have to be like in the next couple weeks. Whatever works best for your schedule, just reach out and say, hey, I'd like to schedule something for later in the year. They are ready to go and uh, ready to accommodate. I will also say that uh, you have dental benefits you've probably been paying for. So let's make sure you do get your appointments in before the end of the year. The end of the year is going to be here before you know it. I know you don't want to think about it right now, uh, but it does come faster than we think. So get your appointments made today at the best dentist in Minnesota. It's where I go. Dakota Dental. DakotaDental.com. Don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. Thank you for joining us out here at the Minnesota State Fair. Come sit down, have some food. You can just relax a little bit in the shade. Thank you to Boulevard Auto Works for sponsoring our show out here at the fair. And also, if you know any um, mothers that need to change their baby or nurse or pump, Please tell them about the lactation station. We have this every year, and it is such a relief to get out of the heat when you have a baby, to change the baby, to feed the baby right over there. Okay, we need to talk about somebody that's had several babies. Uh, They've had a lot of babies together, and they are now going to be divorcing or not. 
Kim Zolciak and Croy Bierman. I think that's who you're talking about, right? That's correct, yes. Uh, so basically what's going on is that um, we kind of found, well, we found out that Croy filed divorce papers again. So in the beginning of this whole mess, they both filed and they were like trying to beat each other. To, it was like a race to file for divorce, you yeah. know? One of them filed on uh, a Monday, and the other one just missed the deadline or something. It was pretty nasty. Both asking for full custody. Yes, exactly. Uh, and they're in so much financial trouble. Oh, So they ended up going to church and coming back together and trying to work things out. And we were really surprised because before that, there were so many nasty comments and, and things that had gone on. The police had been called, you know, out to the home because uh, Kim, which if you don't know, Kim Zolciak is from Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, she is, uh, she's very flamboyant. She has a wig company. Oh, she is a um, hot mess express. Somebody used to call her wig on the show and they'd get Nanny mad at leaks. her. Yeah, whatever, wig. So anyway, Kim Zolciak, uh, she would, I guess the night that the police were called, she locked herself in the bathroom or something, and he wanted to get in there. It's just been nasty. No, they, they had the police called out, and there was body cam footage and everybody. Well, what, what's going on with them today? Well, what's going on with them today is that we really just learned why he refiled for divorce. Which was a surprise. Yes. She seemed to think that there was hope for their marriage, but mm -hmm. he obviously doesn't. Yes. So uh, he has also filed a petition to have their home that they both still live in together sold immediately. Oh, he wants the he home He wants sold. this, and he wants it to go, because it was going into foreclosure How can they, in I was going to say, how can they sell it? I thought they, uh, like they were underwater on this house. Well, apparently they're not. What happened is it was going to be in foreclosure, and then they had an extension of some sort, and then they ended up financially being able to take care of the bill and be caught up. Okay. But Croy has, he's like, listen, I want this home sold immediately, put into, you know, escrow and then we can both have our own homes to split up the money yep, and smart. i'm like well it's a three million dollar home my idea for them would be to pay off the 1.1 million dollar bill to the irs yeah that they owe yeah with and part of the money there's a lot of other money that they owe too that they're going to have to pay off which i'm sure they would have to use part of that for for they're not buying another million dollar home for sure right i i just don't know if uh that was included and obviously they hadn't paid the home off or it, it you know be profit but nope that's not what's happening so uh, he also let the tabloids know that um throughout the time that they knew that they were in financial trouble that Kim just kept um, she wouldn't sell any of her wigs or purses because she said he was trying to sell them he was so he's like we need to pay our mortgage we the electricity bill that they owe right now is $2000 that is unpaid okay and uh, he's like you we got to make the house payment we we need to pay the bills start selling your wigs Start yeah. selling those purses you carry around that's oh, like $12,000. And I'm sure all the stuff in the house and furniture and artwork and all that stuff could pay off some bills. That is correct. Um, she said um, she would say to him, no, those are mine. Those oh, wigs. meaning she doesn't want to sell them. Yeah, the, the purses and the wigs are mine. Yeah, well, not they're not going to be yours for much longer. They're going to be the federal government's. Right. So... She's now selling her purses and wigs. Yeah, okay. But you know what she's spending Smart. it on? He said her lavish Gambling. lifestyle. Yeah. 
So she is not even surprised, paying though? bills with this or trying to get herself out of her. Um, she has a debt a debt with uh, Saks, um, and it is a hundred and fifty six thousand dollar credit both. card bill. Yeah. Um, so she probably needs to pay that. I would say with some of the money, but we just saw them coming out of the airport in L.A. They had a bunch of luggage, and I'm pretty sure it was all Louis Vuitton, and they just came back from, I think, a vacation. So, obviously, Kim is sort of out of touch. Oh, clearly. Yes. Yeah, what was our first indication? We knew this. What's interesting is that he um, is clearly trying to sell the house and get away from her, which says, I don't know, it says that somebody's trying to be responsible at this point. I'm not saying he is, because he's got a lot of questions to answer, too. Yes. He has uh, his own casino debt. Well, and she claims that he's been very unpredictable and seemingly aggressive, and, Mm -hmm. you know, she hasn't said violent, but... Mm, Yeah, uh, some of the body cam footage uh, that we learned, it was really... um, I don't know. Uh, well, it was a 911 call, yeah. and she was very scared. You know, she, her mother said, like, she's been, he's been following her around the house, like, right on her tail, like, yelling at her, and just like, he's an imposing guy. He was an NFL player, you know. It's just, I'm not saying that, it just, that kind of stuff. Ooh, that's scary. And she seemed very panicked. So I don't, I don't know what's going on there, but, um, his lawyer said whatever money she does win, borrow, or earn from the sale of her purses is funneled right back into maintaining her perso- persona of a glamorous woman living a lavish lifestyle. Um, well, what's interesting uh, is that at this point, anything they sell is going to go together. I mean, that's not going to. She's not going to be able to make money off of that stuff, right? I don't know. I mean, she apparently is right now. That, well, but that I'm she's saying if they're, if they're divorcing, well, then you would imagine the court's going to be like, you can't sell and make money off of those things that are community or, you know, marriage, property of the marriage. Yeah. and uh, But uh, I think that, you know, it just takes time because there's so many other cases that she can go for quite a bit of time with just spending until they cut her off from it. But um, I just wonder what... I don't know the answer to this, and hopefully nobody does from experience, but what is the point when the IRS, how much do you have to owe in back taxes where they put you in jail? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's obviously not a million dollars or they'd be in jail. Exactly. Well, and you don't know how far along that investigation is, and you Mm -hmm. don't know what arrangements they have, because when you owe lots of money like that, you can have a... A, an arrangement that allows you to pay off over time and things like that. So you don't know where they are in that process, but yes. you obviously don't want to mess around with that. And I know that he's trying to um, lay a case for the fact that he he does want full custody because it does show that she isn't being responsible and owning up to you know her part of the bargain. Um, the documents also say that Kim fails to take accountability for their current financial situation, which he stated is dire and will soon dramatically affect the well-being of the four minor children. Um, so what do we know about when, like, when will we know whether or not they're going to be able to sell this house? Well, that is uncertain. He's just filed the paperwork to get that process. He's asking a judge to say, you need to force a sale on this because she's not doing it and obviously we need to sell the house so that we can be apart from each other but you know like i said the judge isn't just waiting around going i'm just going to wait for kim and croy to come in today i'm sure there are many other cases that are you know that are out there that so we don't take precedence we don't know well 
I will tell you that before we know, I'm sure there will be a lot more drama where those two are concerned, because if we've learned anything over the last few months, they are prone to drama, whether they're divorcing or not. Yeah. And we all thought this could have been a publicity stunt at first, like, because... You know, he doesn't have a job. She has wigs. It just seems like they might actually be chaos. They might be yeah. truly. We thought it was just to get just a reality a show or to get back on because she is making guest appearances uh, on this current season of Real Housewives of Atlanta. So we just thought she's trying to get another spinoff. Well, at least she's making some money off that that, you know, can True. pay some bills. Maybe. Uh, yeah. I don't know how much it is, but it could just be one lavish trip to the Bahamas. Well, Dawn, thank you so much for updating us on all the latest with Krim. Kim's at Croy, Bierman. Uh, like I said, I'm sure we'll hear more out of them in the near future. But when we come back, Dawn, you are going to tell us about Gwyneth Paltrow. Why is she in the news again? Well, apparently, she's got something to say about her movie roles. And uh, people, you know, want her to be in superhero movies, right? Yes. You'll tell us about that and why she had a vagina candle. Yeah. All right. When we come back right here on My Talk 1071.